0: Hello Restoration Church, here we are, we are starting a new podcast series, just completed the dating, we did, one, yeah, Joey and I here on a wonderful, beautiful, yet still cold in March, (laughs) Uh, Tuesday afternoon, we're
1: almost out of the woods, you're almost there, we are
0: so close man, the time changed on Sunday, Uh, the daffodils are coming up and spring training is happening in baseball, we are so close, but I'm looking at the 10 day calendar, and it's still looking cold. But anyway, uh, so got, we're starting a new um, podcast series. We're going to be talking about kind of two things, criticism and encouragement.
1: So yeah, how do we use our words yeah. in a way? There you go. Yeah, yeah. the ministry of words. Ministry st- of words. There you
0: go. In, in uh, seminary, they used to call it the grammar of faith. They used uh, to yeah. teach us that. So uh, criticism, we, we're talking about this in part because unless you've been hiding under a rock for the last 10 years or so – our society has increasingly gotten more and more critical. Uh, the polls have sort of gotten more to the polls, and there's a lot of criticism flying back and forth. And even though you would hope that Christians would uh, kind of stay clear of that, you know, the reality is we can kind of bring that into the church, criticism, the bad forms of it. Sure. Uh, and so we want to talk about what it looks like to be critical in a good way. Not curmudgeons, not, not curmudgeons. All that stuff. We'll
1: talk about that in a minute. Yes,
0: but, talk about the differences. Yeah. So so this episode we're going to define kind of um what it is, what criticism is, and um, how can we begin to do it rightly. Mm-hmm. But let's bifurcate Something just here quickly, Joe. Bifurcate. What does that mean? Kind of separate. Bifurcate. Separate. Actually, he's the biggest. Accountability of the night. How are you? He's
1: like, I feel bifurcated. They're like, what? (laughs) I don't think I've ever used that word before. (laughs) Uh, Things come out. Yes. Um,
0: Because criticism can be both harmful and helpful. Sure. And so, uh, one way of maybe doing this, before we define it, what's the difference between complaining and criticism?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think at the root of that would be uh, probably perhaps motivation and what is your your aim so i would think again we're we're having to use wisdom here that you don't can't go to the bible and get an exact definition you can't get things like slander and gossip in ephesians 4:29 mm-hmm. tearing down versus building up yep. and so i think that's when i when i think of and the, the bible has categories for reproof and rebuke so i think that'd put in, the, in uh, criticism and the aim there the the difference is i believe complaining or cremudgeonry. Or just no, being, that is definitely not a word, <laughs> or, <laughs> but we know what it means when you use it. Or just being a, a cynic of everything, a pessimist in a way, is the aim is to tear down or the mm-hmm. aim is self. I just want to express my opinion and why I'm not happy about X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. I don't really have any care to see it built up. I don't have any care if people really, you know, are encouraged or built up in any way. It's just I want to express my opinion because I don't like it. Period. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: yeah, and complaining is just bad all the way around. And one of the it, things I like to talk about is the fact that complaining is super easy. Yeah. It's so easy to do, and we feel like we're doing something because we're tearing something down. Uh, and yet the harder work is the work that not as many people do, namely building people up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: so the example I give on this all the time, my wife and I love to watch the, uh, watch the show Fixer Upper.
1: Who, who are the people? She and Nathan? Joanna
0: Gaines, you know, love them, love them. It's hard to find good, wholesome TV and it's good TV. Anyway, uh, and. Chip loves the first day He calls it demo day Demo day <laughs> I love He gets so excited about demo day Because it's so fun You just tear things down And rip things up There's nothing to it Everybody loves it Tear things down And there's a place for that In order to fix the house up You got to tear the thing down And that's what we're going to kind of You know Talk about a little bit today We don't Complaining Is super easy There's almost nothing to, It's really easy to do But if it's not connected To the fixing up Yeah then it's not good.
1: I think that's to, to carry your analogy. Complaining would be carrying the house down and walking away feeling, like, feeling good because you expressed your might. There you go. And it well doesn't done. work out. Anyway, And what you say about defensiveness sometimes is defensiveness is not attractive. It's ugly. I'd say yes. the same thing about complaining. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not attractive. It's... it's yep. Yeah, nobody likes a complainer. So anyway. That's right. That's right. But it doesn't mean we should never say anything negative or yep. always aim to have people agree with our words. There's a place for criticism. Yeah, good
0: so, criticism tearing down in order to build up. So what is so, criticism? Yeah. yeah, let's get... So Oxford Dictionary, I got an Oxford Dictionary definition of criticism, and here it is. It says, the expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. Okay. So the expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. That's the definition of of criticism according to oxford dictionary so that's the definition we've kind of provided some context let's now kind of move into how do we begin to do this how can we do this in a good way
1: yeah sure the the
0: book of proverbs has a lot about saying the other parts of the bible talk uh, about the good ways to build people up. we got to tear some things down and build them up right how can we get going in this
1: so i think as you mentioned you mentioned proverbs A, a couple of them i looked up just to so there is a place for this in the scripture uh proverbs 13.1, uh thirteen one, what does this say, Nathan? This is
0: your one. I love this one. Yeah. He who hates reproof is stupid.
1: There you go. Yeah. Proverbs eight to 1, or, or thirteen one. Yeah. He who hates reproof is yeah. stupid. So there's a place for yeah. inviting and receiving reproof. Let's be Criticism. honest, we don't like it. That's right. But
0: if I don't want it, that's stupid. That's
1: right. Yeah.
0: I don't like to be like when we do sermon reviews and stuff, you know, and people say, Nathan, you know, whatever when, elders sitting around, this was not helpful, this was not helpful, whatever. I don't, I'm not enjoying it, but I know it's good for me. That's right. Yeah. So then I then receive a it. A
1: couple more Proverbs. Proverbs 25, 12. Like a gold ring or ornament of gold is a wise reprover to a listening ear. Mm-hmm. And one that we're probably many are faithful with or understand is uh, Proverbs 27, 6. Faithful are the wounds mm. of a friend.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah. so there's a place for this criticism. And so the Bible a has a good place kind for of criticism. it. So where yeah. do we start, brother? Where, and As you're thinking about this, mm-hmm. where do we start when mm-hmm. we're, Beginning to,
0: Well, the, what what I want to do is make sure what, what we're trying to do here is we want to uh, promote the right kind of criticism. So remember, we're kind of tearing down like the fixer-upper, uh, tearing down to build up, right? Mm-hmm. That's the goal, and we're not just immediately leaning into all of our criticisms. And so the thir- first thing we need to do is evaluate our criticisms. Whatever comes to mind, if we live out of whatever just comes straight out of our heart and mind, that's going to be a bad way to live and speak. Uh, so we got to be really careful with our words because, as James teaches us, uh, you know, a great fire can be started by the small spark. Right? That's right. Our tongues are super dangerous. Yes. And so we want to start by first being suspicious of our thoughts and our intentions, and we want to run them through some things before we begin to properly criticize. And the first place we need to properly run them through there is we need to start with God. Mm. Right? I mean, this is this can be super obvious. But we need to actually do this slow to speak, quick to listen. We're evaluating our criticisms, and we start with God by recognizing he's holy, he's pure, he's spotless, he's unstained. Numbers twenty three nineteen. God is not a man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. So God's assessments are things are always accurate, unlike ours.
1: Mm. So what happens if we if we just go right to self and our own opinions or preferences? What what's the danger there in our criticism?
0: Well, we move right past the the locus of truth and holiness and purity, and we can just assume that our assessments are accurate, when in fact they may be wrong. But when we weigh them against God and His Word. That's going to help orient our, our criticism.
1: So what might be a, a practical question, somebody doesn't like something, mm-hmm. what would be a practical question they would begin to orient their thoughts starting with God? What would what, be a way?
0: Well, first off, just the mere fact of you're doing it puts a, yeah, a little bit yeah. of a stop to That's you. Right. Wait a minute before I just lean into this. Just that doing it alone is really good. Secondly, practically, the thing that you can do is you recognize, all right, this thing that I'm looking at or I want to criticize to tear down and walk away from, as you were saying earlier, uh, may have value in the eyes of God. And so I need to see what God says about it. Mm. And so whatever that thing is, you know, we're talking about the life of the church, could be the music, could be the preaching, could be the, you know i don't know what
1: uh the way we do accountability the way yeah. community groups are run the okay. programs we don't do the programs we do whatever. more often
0: than not The probably our husbands our wives yeah right those our are children
1: that's right our roommates yeah
0: how does what does god think about those things right. yeah i want to run that through god before i get to my criticism of those things right yeah so we got to start with god so first off i've said two things so far first off One, we pause for a moment and don't assume that those things are right. Secondly, we try to push them through first to God, understanding he doesn't get things wrong. And then thirdly, in order to evaluate our criticisms, to make sure that they're tearing down and then build it for the purposes of building up, is we need to evaluate ourselves. Right. You know, before we start pointing the finger at them. So Jesus makes it so clear, right? You know, before
1: you point out the, what, finish the... Get the get the plank, or get the speck out of your own eye. Or get the plank out of your you own get eye. Get the plank out of your own eye before you look at the speck in the, the other. So,
0: Joey, does Jesus say there's a speck in the other person's eye? There is something is, there. Is there a legitimacy to their potential criticism?
1: Absolutely. But what what has to happen first, Jesus? I have to is. deal with myself.
0: There we go. So, Joey, work through that. Yeah. Work, for, yeah, work yeah, through so the fact. I, I yeah. think
1: that as, as we think about Jesus' words... And and even we think about the great command, love your neighbor as yourself. It's just mm. assuming you're loving yourself. It's
0: good. It's yeah. just, yeah. It's just it's assuming. No, there's no conferences on loving yourself. We're going to think this weekend about how we can love ourselves better. Uh,
1: yeah. We do that pretty well, yeah. or pretty poorly, depending on how you define it. Yeah. But yeah. so I think that we understanding, like, listen, because by by nature and by choice, I am. Broken, mm-hmm. I have rebelled, and so when we think about total depravity, it doesn't mean I'm as bad as I could be. That's right, but it does mean that every faculty in my build, my, my being is tainted by sin. Yeah. So it it's everything I think or do, uh, my natural disposition apart from Christ is is sin, and even in Christ, Romans seven, there's this war that's going on. We talked about the whole spiritual warfare thing. We'll get yep. to that in a minute. But yep. There's so I need to I need to understand that I am broken, and I may not be seeing things absolutely perfect. So yeah. just just starting there would yeah. be a good place. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, there's recognizing, you know, that there's plenty of things that could be criticized about myself, you know. That's right. You know, just trying to start there we well secondly, we've started with God, we've now moved to ourselves and we recognize I'm a broken person. So not only is my read wrong, there are also things at which I'm criticizing about which uh, I could be criticized myself, but I don't want to hear that. So That's just right. just trying to be careful uh, and recognize that we are broken people that are offering this criticism. Yeah. So,
1: it, it may be that you're seeing something accurately, and right. it, it needs to be talked about and criticized. But I think just assuming stopping and pausing, saying, okay, am I seeing it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. so I think then even the world around us is also broken. Yep.
0: So, yep. so we got broken selves. Now we look around right. at a
1: broken world we live in. That's right. What kind of effect would that have upon us in our criticisms? <laughs> well, I think one in some ways it should temper us yeah. because – this side of heaven, we should expect things to be broken. That's right. They're not going to be perfect. Yep. And so, if we spend all of our time criticizing everything that we think is broken or we see is broken. It's all we're going to do because guess what? That's the world. It's not the way it's supposed to be. Right.
0: Just go, go on. I'm not on Facebook, but I, I hear stories about this. Go look at the, the rants where people are arguing towards each other on Facebook and, you know, think about the rants that you find on the news programs. I mean, it's all around us when we forget the world is discipling us in so many ways that we don't realize. And there is so much ungodly criticism happening uh, around the world and it's teaching us to kind of be critical of the world around us in ways that we, again we don't even real we don't even intentionally mean to but the world is in this place where it's There's a lot of ungodly criticism where they're not running it through God, where they're not thinking about the fact that they're broken themselves. Their positions may be wrong themselves, and we learn from that. And we can unintentionally sometimes mimic that. So we got to be aware of the brokenness of the world around us.
1: Yeah, and then is so we talk about the ourselves, talk about the world, but this we just talked about. It's not just things we necessarily see all the time, uh, with with our own eyes, maybe spiritual eyes, yes, but mm-hmm. as we just did a podcast before the dating, was on what? Spiritual warfare. Yeah. So we have to recognize there's a battle going on yep. in us and around us yep. that is spiritual in nature. Mm-hmm. And so if Satan and the, ev- the, the evil one can get us to be dissatisfied yeah. with things and, yeah. and speaking words that only tear down and not build up, he wins. Yep. That's and right. so our words are an act of spiritual warfare. Yep. I don't right. know that we often think about it that way.
0: That's right. Yeah, it totally is. And so... The evil one loves for us to to complain and to give ungodly criticism that will just break down and you walk away in the life of the church, because what happens?
1: Tears it down. Tears it down. The, the church vision. gets divided. The That's house
0: right. divided against itself cannot stand, says Jesus. And so one of the ways that Satan uses the most to divide churches—first off, he loves dividing churches, because that is Jesus' vessel. If he can divide churches, man, he is, he's, that's his biggest wins. Oh, absolutely. And so one of the most formidable ways in which he'll do that is by getting people to have ungodly criticism, complaining, just tearing down no view of God, no view of building up towards the true in favor of kind of going back to self and the way I want to do things, which misses that first step we talked about or the first step with the personal that we mentioned.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's important to couch criticism our words even as spiritual warfare that adds a weight to it i think so i'm not just offering a criticism or a critique i'm i'm engaging in warfare uh, with eternal things
0: go back and read james 2 on this and you'll see the warfare and how tentative and how sensitive it has to be that's one thing when i went when we preached through philippians i was most uh Helped by, I don't know that I saw that before we preached through it. Paul's pretty concerned about some complaining going on in the life of that church. Yeah, it's a healthy church, but he sees some cracks and he's trying to address it.
1: That's right.
0: So we got to be really, really careful. All right. So just okay, to review, so. we're going to move uh, the conversation here in yeah. a second. Just to review. We've said that uh, we've said we need to evaluate our criticisms. Good criticism is tearing down for the purpose of building up. That's right. Uh, and so we need to evaluate those criticisms, not just live in them. We, first off, evaluate him through our looking to God, see what God says, how God values those things. And then secondly, we then evaluate ourselves and remember that we're broken. Secondly, we live in a broken world, so we may be learning things and valuing things in ways we ought not. And thirdly, we remember that we're in the midst of spiritual warfare, whereby Satan loves to use complaining, tearing down bad criticism, in order to divide. And so that leads us to kind of a third thing now in order to— uh, uh, evaluate our criticism, and that is, Joey. Let's talk for a moment about evaluating the object of our criticism. So, you know, what do we mean by that? We should, when we go to criticize in a good way, what do we mean by evaluating the object of it?
1: Yeah, well, so I think we need to think about what what are we criticizing. So, so uh, one, if we're criticizing a person. That's one thing. If we're criticizing, uh, a church, that's a, another thing. If we're criticizing a, a spouse, a, a spouse, that's another thing. If we're criticizing, yeah. you know, are we talking, are we talking in the realm of biblical command or biblical wisdom? Yeah. Those types of things. And yeah. I think only then. So if I'm criticizing a person, I need to, uh, I need to evaluate the object of that. You know, what, what is the purpose? Well, mm-hmm. they're an image bearer mm-hmm. made to glorify God. And so my criticism should be aimed toward that end, reminding their 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 object. They're they're an image bearer of God, and therefore I need to help them glorify God. Is my criticism going to help me do that?
0: Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm.
1: I think that's when you start evaluating object.
0: Is that going to promote the purpose for which that thing exists? That's right. You know, so you know if you say, (laughs) you know if you say if a if a wife says to a husband, you know they criticize him because. I don't know, Joey, help me here. That he, um, he's, uh, the way that he makes sandwiches is, uh, really bad. And so, should they, the wife wants to criticize the husband for that. How would that work in relation to thinking about the purpose of this man as her husband?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, there, it could be that he's doing something, just needs to love his wife and change the way. Yeah. But it's it may be that it's just this is an area where she needs to forbear or he needs to forbear if he's complaining yeah. uh, in that way. Because at the end of the day, the way I make a peanut butter and honey, I mean, it can say something about the way I glorify God. Yeah. But the very fact that I'm doing it is probably glorifying God because I'm, probably, I'm yeah. trying, you know.
0: So and, keeping that purpose in view well, helps kind of – diminish some of the flames of those little practical things, right. doesn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah, so keep that purpose in view, especially. So so we can even bring this into the church, right? This is really easy for us because the church is full of, not our church, but the church in general uh, is full of a lot of uh, ungodly criticism. You and I had to read sure. books in seminary oh, about the worship wars and music yeah. uh, and how many people don't like this kind of music and that kind of music. That's right. And so evaluating the purpose of the church and therefore, music as a means to of worship in the church can help us. In what way, Joey? In our in well, our criticism, again,
1: I think it's going to it's going to temper because if in this example, if if I see the church as something where I get my needs met mm-hmm. only, mm-hmm. well, then I'm going to be more quick to voice my likes when I like something about the music and just as quick to voice my dislikes when i don't like something about the music yep. but if i take a step back what's the purpose of music mm-hmm. according to the scripture well it's to glorify god and edify the saints yep. and so yep. i'm going to ask can this music do that yep. are the are the lyrics theologically true yep. has it been done in such a way that is not just overtly distracting and yep. those types of things yep. and if okay yes 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 yeah, yeah. i can still say you know what I think we missed it on that song or I would prefer it not or, to be this way or I would prefer that we didn't sing that or yeah. whatever the case may yeah. be but it's going to temper my level of criticism and so it might be a suggestion yeah. more than just a complaint
0: yeah yeah there you go and just that little shift right there is is huge right because what you may realize is all you just did there Joey was you helped that person see that the the concern that maybe originally rose as a criticism, an ungodly kind of criticism that was just tearing down, after they worked through this little pattern that we've talked about, seeing God's purposes in it, working through my own brokenness and the broken world and sinful, uh, say, right. say, you know, satanic attacks, these kinds of things, now I've come to the realization that actually uh, my, con- my concern here, my original criticism is actually just more of a preference. That's right. And that, that changes the nature of the conversation yeah. significantly.
1: It doesn't mean you shouldn't talk about that's it. It doesn't mean you shouldn't discuss it. It doesn't mean right. you shouldn't bring it up. But yeah. the, the ways that that happens is going to be different yeah. if, I'm, if I've worked through some of those things. Yeah. So I think that's at the end of the day. So.
0: Yeah, and so if we think about preaching, you may not like you the know, uh, way something was said, but asking ourselves what's God's intention for preaching in the church – uh was that thing that was said in keeping with the point of the text or an application of the text again all what you're going to find is it necess- it's going to orient those criticisms and it's going to put a lot of fire down on them uh or bring the fire down I should say and it's going to make the conversation if you should have the conversation after running th- through this yeah. gauntlet of sorts it's going to temper that conversation and make it such a good conversation so that you can tear down for the purposes of building up
1: yeah and i think we're aligning ourselves with the spirit we're starting to think about what is what does god think about this how does his word speak about it? those types of things we're inviting the spirit to use his word and the spirit that live inside of us yeah. to speak words that do build up because yeah. that's what the spirit does yeah he might yeah. tear down but he's going to build us back yeah. up
0: so yeah. and there's so yeah. many ways i have found you know, I, I would say, you know, as you know, you and I have been here since the beginning. I would not say that Restoration Church in any way is a church that is full of ungodly criticism. Oh,
1: no! So, Restoration, don't yeah. think that like we're yeah. doing this podcast. Yeah, or something somehow, came up. Oh, back, back in. Yeah, let's try to back uh, up. No, not at all. In fact, yeah. we're going to move on and talk about encouragement, those types of things yeah. in the other episodes. But yeah. uh, we we do find ourselves. Uh, and we shouldn't wait for
0: the time to gets bad yeah, and then have a podcast right, about that's it. Right, that's right. And uh,
1: no church is perfect, ours included. And so there are things that deserve criticism. Yeah, and, no, no, and no. so,
0: yeah, I bring that up to say that there's been numerous times, quite a number of times, where people have done this criticism that we're talking about here And I was very helped by it. I was corrected by it. Absolutely. This happens oftentimes in elders meetings. Yeah. But even in my own community group, this happens. This happens after church on Sundays where somebody will kind of have, they won't not necessarily consciously run through all these things we just mentioned, but they will have done so in their own conscious way and then helpfully ask a question. That's right. Uh, for clarity about this or whatever the case may be at which time because they packaged it in such a helpful way where it was clear that they were not just trying to push their own agenda, but they were trying right. to help the greater body. And Amen. even me as a person, it's so helpful.
1: I think about, we need to wrap up because we're getting long. But yeah. anyway, I think about a conversation you and I had with a brother after church this past Sunday yeah. who just asked a question about the elder installation vows that we used in yeah, yeah. Uh, Sublime Gracia. Yeah, just yeah. a very innocent, humble oh, so question true. about you know this. And you and I paused and I'm like, oh, that was a really good critique. Super helpful. <laughs> yeah, in fact, we're going to go insert that word. Yeah, change into that the, word out, put another one yeah. in. Yeah, uh, so helpful.
0: Yeah, and uh, this and this brother was interested in, in the church. Like right. it wasn't a personal preference. So he yeah. had he thought about God. He thought about his own personal preferences and and those kinds of things. The world we live in and satanic sort of warfare yeah. and saw that it was a helpful thing to say. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway. Yeah. So, so we've good.
1: talked a lot. So, you know, it's, it's needed inside the life of our church, Restoration Church. We're not doing this because we think that you need some corrective lesson. No. But we can always think well about this. Yeah. So we, we, we stop and pause and just evaluate our criticism. Yeah. And then we move on to think about how would God think about this. Then think honestly about ourselves and the world in which we find ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and then moving into the object. Okay, what is exactly I'm criticizing and what is its purpose? Yeah, and if so. I
0: can put one encapsulating statement on this, yeah. either one, go back to Matthew 7, look at Jesus's, Get the plank out of your own eye before you get the speck out of the other. Or two, if I can put it in one sentence, be attentive to whether or not you are evaluating preferences, personal preferences, or gospel priorities. Mm,
1: That's good. Yeah. Well, we're going to move on next time. We're going to talk a little bit more about how to give, but even on the other side of that, maybe how to receive criticism as well. So we'll talk about that next time. Good stuff. All right.